0: Wednesday, June 30, 33rd, 23rd. Okay. That's, wouldn't that be a time if there's 33 days in a month? But anyway, Wednesday, June 23rd, Spencer Speaks Sports hosted by Spencer Swoboda. And I guess I'll start with hockey. I mean, I don't know. There's There was a different, a couple options I could have gone with. I'm going to go with hockey, Stanley Cup playoffs, go over that fairly quickly. And basically on Monday, you had an absolute blowout in the lightning islanders game the lightning win eight to nothing i think it's their biggest win in stanley cup playoffs history um and and their franchise history uh that's that's pretty impressive i think it's the worst loss the islanders have had in their playoff history so the lightning go up three to two they're gonna play the islanders this is a kind of a wednesday night recording so they're playing each other very soon from this point and it's tough for me. i mean i I know they're going to New York and it's in the Nassau Coliseum. This could very well be the last game in the Nassau Coliseum, and i I mean, seeing eight nothing. how do you expect the Islanders to bounce back in game six? I think the only the only way is the home crowd, but I feel like the lightning just have that um that extra gear. That the Islanders just don't have to where, say, th- things got kind of um, nerve wracking, I guess, for the Lightning, to where it was 2 2 in the series and the Lightning were the favorite to win the series. They just took it up that extra notch that the Islanders just didn't have. And who knows? It could be different with Furlong um, off that goal. You had Sorokin Swar- in there for New York the, the uh, last game, and that didn't obviously work out too well. So, um, but i th- I think uh, Verlama being in there gives them a better shot to win the to win this game in game six. But I think the lightning at this point, like I said, brought it up to another gear. Um, offense is just firing shots away. And, yeah, I give them a very good shot to win game six. And we'll see if that happens. Now, another game six that is gonna come up uh, tomorrow, so Thursday is the Golden Knights at the Canadians game six and surprising. I think still a ton of people, the Canadians are leading this series against Vegas who had the second best regular season point total. They took out the Colorado Avalanche who had the best regular season point total last round. And now the Canadians are are potentially a game away from going to the Stanley cup finals after being down three, one against the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round playoff series so just a complete flick of the switch there a complete turnaround to where the canadians are yeah like i said they're they're a game away from playing either the lightning or the islanders probably the lightning uh and just just insane um considering they they were the fourth best team in the north division now that they're going through the playoffs and to me i think they have to get it done at home uh tomorrow game six because if the Golden Knights even it up three three and they go have to go back to Vegas then 100 um advantage Golden Knights there but I mean they're they're kind of shaky at goal I mean with with Mark Andre Fleury he's kind of fallen off these last couple of games to where you had uh when they're in there for game four who had a pretty good result uh only allowed one goal, the Knights won an overtime. And then you put Flurry back in there. He allows, I believe, three goals because the last one was a, was an empty netter. But, yeah, so that that leaves things up in the question here. Let me see if it's official if Lanier is going to be do, starting game six. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, I, I'm not seeing anything yet. So... I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Lanier's in there for game six, but, um, anyway, yeah, it's vague, The Golden Knights have their backs up against the wall at this point. And like I said, if, if this is going seven, give me Golden Knights If this. And then the Canadians have to win game six, I think to, to win this series. But, um, so that's, that's what I got there, but that would be, that'd be pretty cool to see Montreal in there. Um, Because obviously the Bruins are out, so I'm not like have strong rooting interest. But I think it would be nice to see the Canadians uh, get into the the Stanley Cup playoffs. Team USA released the, I, I had mentioned on Monday, the women's basketball roster. Now the men's basketball roster is set and you have 12 players. You have Kevin Durant. Of the Brooklyn Nets, Damian Lillard of the Portland Trail Blazers, Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards, Chris Middleton of the Milwaukee Bucks, Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls, Bam Adebayo of the Miami Heat, Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors, Drew Holiday of the Milwaukee Bucks, Kevin Love of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then Jeremy Grant of the Detroit Pistons. Now the Players that decided to opt out because you're thinking, like, where's LeBron James? Where's Steph Curry? Those players opted out along with Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul. Now, the players that didn't make the cut that I found a little interesting, uh, Zion Williamson, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Trey Young, Mike Conley, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Jalen Brown. Um, I think that's all. This is from... Yahoo Sports, they gave the list of the players that weren't best. I mentioned I think that's a fair list. I can't really think of anybody else. Maybe Carmelo Anthony um, could have been considered just because of his past on the on the US team, but he just based on what he's doing now, it it doesn't really qualify him to be on the Olympic team in, in 2021 here. Um but yeah, I mean I I don't I mean I, Jeremy Grant the Detroit Pristons and Kevin Love are kind of like question marks to me um I don't know I guess Kevin Love is a good like role player it's kind of tough to really tell how good he's been because the Cleveland Cavaliers haven't been that great uh, so there's that um, I mean everything looks pretty pretty fair um the one concern that was brought up in this Yahoo sports article is the the size of the team to where you have uh, let's see. Bam bottle bio is only listed at six foot nine Draymond green can play center, but he's only six foot seven. So going to be a lot of, a lot of guard play going on here. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I, I don't know, maybe I think you would ha- want to have put in like Zion over Kevin love, right. Or putting Kawhi in there or, or Paul George, but Kawhi is a whole different question now because Kawhi, ha- Possibly has an ACL injury right now, um, but yeah, maybe or maybe even like put yeah Julius Randall over over Jeremy Grant, but I don't, I don't know, we'll see. And it's definitely not the the strongest teams we've seen in the past. Like when we had what was it in like 2012? You had Kobe, LeBron, Curry, Durant all in there, I think, or. Whatever it was, but um, so this quite isn't the team. I think it's still definitely a gold medal contender, but but not as strong as it was in in the past. There, so slight concern, not as much as concern as when they were playing in the FIBA World Championships because that team had like zero superstars. But uh, but yeah, here at least having tur- guys like Durant and and Lillard, Booker, Tatum, uh, Beal, like like those that that's that's a pretty good roster right there so still confident but not as, as confident as as past olympic uh, tournaments okay euro 2020 and 2021 uh to the knockout stage now today was the last day of the the group stage matches so you have the uh what is it 16 out of the 24 teams advancing to the knockout stage and going through the predictions that i have made I was five for 16 on exact placing of the draw, which means like you had this first place team going there and and stuff like that. So, so that was all right. Nothing impressive there, but I was 15 for 16 on predicting the teams in the, the knockout stage. The only one I got wrong was having Russia. I. Did have them but it was instead the Czech Republic was in there Um, so yeah so that was pretty good but um, I think yeah like I said it's not bad considering you know soccer isn't one of my strongest uh, suits or sports to to do analysis for or whatever but um, anyway the teams that you have in here you got Belgium Portugal Italy Austria France Switzerland Croatia Spain sweden ukraine england germany netherlands czech republic and then wales and denmark and i will make predictions on friday because you have the the knockout stage matches starting on saturday so i'll do that then and kind of go over any other like surprises that i thought but um or maybe i don't know maybe i'll do that now um or maybe not i'm trying to think of what i want to do yeah i'll save it i'll save it for friday so i yeah, will save euro 2020 predictions and all that for uh friday game two western conference finals the suns take out the clippers 104 to 103 suns go up two nothing in the series now and the clippers had a pretty good shot of winning this game to where I mean uh, Paul George had the opportunity to to make this a three-point game uh, at 103 to 102 he misses both of those three throws and the Suns have a pretty decent shot of of now winning that game and they did and it was a very good pass from Jay Crowder on the baseline inbound and he like threads the needle um, Misses hitting the backboard, and DeAndre Ayton, the the forward center for the um for the Phoenix Suns, basically dunks the ball in, and Suns win the game. There was like point seven left in the clock, so the Clippers weren't able to get a good shot. And yeah, like I said, that's that's a game that the Clippers have to win because if they um were able to knock down those two free throws for Paul George, I mean, you would have needed, of course, at least a three just to get into overtime and yeah i mean uh, with the free throws you i mean you control control the game at that point and um that it just didn't work out and go figure you're gonna have the 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 playoff p narratives to where paul george um, doesn't come up clutch in the playoffs he was 50 percent from the three throw line i think on the season i gotta check his stats with that 50% 50% in this game, and he was what on the season? He was 86% on the season. Yeah, so that's, um, uh, yeah, obviously not clutch right there. But I, if I'm going into the actual game here, um, I, I really think, or just the series in general, I mean, the Suns are in massive control right now. I don't think it's going to be like the last series for the Clippers to where they go down, they lose the first two row games against against the Utah Jazz, and then they win the, the next four to, to win the series in six. This doesn't seem like that's going to happen this time around because you have the Suns playing like this. They're going to get Chris Ball, Paul back probably before Kawhi Leonard is going to be back for the Clippers, if Kawhi Leonard is going to be back at all. And just in general, without those two guys, the Suns are having their role—not really role players, but they're just having more players show up. Um, to where you have like Cameron Payne, who um, he is—he is turning out to be the secret weapon of the Suns. Considering this guy was on the, a G League team last year, wasn't even in the NBA for most of last season, and he goes out and leads the team in scoring with 29 points. DeAndre Ayton adds 24, along with the game-winning bucket. Devin Booker, who got. I think elbow in the nose to where he needed two stitches uh, still scores 20 points. Uh, He got uh, add 24 bench points as well. Uh, So yeah, it's, and I I just don't think like Reggie Jackson scoring 19 and and Zuba scoring 14 for the Clippers that that's just not enough. And, And granted Paul George did score 26, but it's just, like I said, I mean the the Suns just got so much more significant help, and and, and without Kawhi Leonard, I mean that's like what's what's going to change. I I really don't know, uh, but I mean the Clippers did have a shot to win the game, but this is kind of demoralizing because it was right there for them with with a couple of three throws from Paul George, and it just did not happen. Um, Suns only shot twenty three percent from three too, so. um but yeah, fifty percent from from the field, so they were, were very effective on the, on on the interior jump shots and all that. So, um, but yeah, not looking good for the Clippers right now. In other NBA news, the Celtics have hired a new head coach. I don't think it's officially announced yet, but they're finalizing a deal, and this is with Ime Oduka who is um was a long time assistant for greg popovich at uh, at san antonio served under brett bound at uh at philadelphia and then this season he was an assistant under steve nash in brooklyn so he's been with successful teams successful franchises he also played in the nba and um the reason why this position was open again if if i'll remind people if they don't know is that danny ainge the the former uh, president of basketball operations for the celtics he was a former player for the celtics too he resigned from the position and brad stevens the the head coach at the time he moves up into that role so that left the head coaching spot open and now oduka um gets the gets the position and i'm not gonna say um if this is going to be better or worse, I think this will probably make things a little bit better for the Celtics. Uh, I think the the coach player relationship will probably be yeah a, just a little bit better, and um, so it should be interesting to see to see what happens there. Uh, look, looking forward to it. And oh, actually, you know, I forgot to write this down, but I might as well cover it. The NBA draft lottery happened, and. <laughs> let me look up the order so you have at number one picking number one overall is the detroit pistons then you have the houston rockets cleveland cavaliers toronto raptors orlando magic oklahoma city thunder golden state warriors at eight the orlando magic again nine sacramento kings new orleans pelicans charlotte hornets san antonio spurs indiana pacers and then the golden state warriors so this is another opportunity for the Golden State Warriors to have to get good young talent. Who knows? They could very well use those two picks to move up even further in the draft. But you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, hopefully coming back healthy for this season. He doesn't have like a freak injury in an off-season workout, whatever it may be. But you have Steph Curry, uh, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Um, you still have. Uh, James Wiseman, the young talent that was drafted number two overall uh, last year. And then you have these two lottery picks that that will help uh, develop this roster. And I think the Warriors, the Warriors were they were a playing team, weren't a playoff team, but they should very well be back into the playoffs. So two young, um, talented players to boost that roster is going to be helpful, of course. And the Oklahoma City Thunder are just like just have a stockpile of picks at this point. I think they have what six picks in the in the uh in this year's NBA draft. And it's just one of those things to where it's it's um a rebuilding organization and it's kind of like the 76ers were, but with less attention, and I think they're doing it more effectively to where they're acquiring veteran players or whatever and then they're trading them away and getting a ton of draft picks to where I mean they're pretty stocked with draft picks I think for to for at least like five more years which is just insane what they're doing so they do have the capability to build a good team Um, and and hopefully it, it, for them it would it, it pays off and, and the thunder are going to be a legit team kind of back to the days to where they had Harden, Durant and Russell Westbrook you you think they do have the capability now to do that um, but yeah we'll just have to see what happens these next um this next half decade pretty much okay so that's all i got and i do want to let you all know that uh, or just to check out the lob and smash um website the the tennis site for fans cited. Um I'm writing there. I'm a site expert for it. Um so check out the the articles that we're going to be putting on the site. It's lobandsmash.com and you'll see stuff from me coming um, pretty soon here, stuff from contributors as well. So support that, check it out. And um, I'll be promoting that as well on on whether it be Twitter Instagram. Um, I'll probably put the link in the podcast description too. So um so yeah it'll be it'll be readily available for you to check out. So that once again, that's lob and smash. .com the fan-sided um so, uh, tennis site so yeah check it out and um that's all I got for this episode